0: Well, hey, and welcome to episode one of the Gospel for Everyone podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Krismer, and I'm so glad you're here. Well, on today's episode, uh, Jason, Josh, and I sit down and we chat about the foundation of this series that we're in called the Gospel for Everyone. This is a series through the book of Romans that we couldn't be more excited about to journey through as a church. In today's episode, you'll hear a little bit of the backstory uh, around why we're taking 40 weeks to wrestle through the book of Romans, why we haven't done this book before as a church, and, and you'll even hear a little bit about why this is so important to us as a church. Additionally, you'll learn how you can get your questions answered as they arise throughout the duration of this series. We know that there's many questions that are spawned out of the book of Romans uh, that are deep and take some time to answer. So we want to wrestle through those with you. So be sure to stick around till the end where we share how you can get those questions answered via the podcast here at Quad City. And lastly, we want to encourage you, if you want to stay connected to this podcast uh, as it drops every single Tuesday with new episodes, then we encourage you to subscribe wherever you're listening to it now. Well, we're praying that this conversation today is helpful in you growing deeper in relationship to Jesus. We hope you enjoy. All right. Well, how are you guys doing? It's Monday. It is... Monday it
1: is Monday correct
0: (laughs) it's Monday in the dark times as Josh likes to call it which is the time between the NBA season ending and the NFL season beginning it's rough how we coping with that I don't like it watching any baseball
1: or just trying to avoid that like the plague I didn't even know that it was the all-star game this past week like I had no clue the home run derby everything yeah so I'm out on baseball but I've watched (laughs) every other kind of sport that's
2: going on right now so the world championship track and field i've been watching
1: that yeah did you see the two um ex uk sprinter girls abby steiner yep and the other one mclaughlin mclaughlin sarah no, <laughs> no. That's, a, <laughs> that's definitely, definitely uh,
2: abby no what was her name i can't yes i did see her they won the, the hurdle yes and then they won 400 the 400 meter
1: hurdle yes yeah it yeah.
0: was impressive
1: yeah. yeah, super fast. And then the guys actually did pretty well in the 4x4. Four four. They did terrible oh, they got in the 4x1. They got beat. Oh, 4x1 they got beat. Yeah. That's right. Mm, yeah. But they did sweep the 100 and 200, which for America, it's pretty good. We'll take it. Yeah. So here's
2: how desperate I was. I watched, I don't even know what it's called, Uh T R E, I think. I can't even It's like a... Um, mix between ping pong, soccer, and volleyball. Okay, so picture this, you got this ping pong table. It's rounded. So it's got an arc to it. Okay, so big ping pong table got an arc to it. It's got a plexiglass like a net that goes across the middle of it. Probably about eight inches high. There's two guys on each side. They play it in the sand. And you play it with like a volleyball. But you aren't allowed to hit the ball with your hands. So any other part of your body, you can hit the ball. So they serve again. It's like ping pong. You have to serve it to the other side and then they hit it back onto your side. So it's like ping pong in that way. But you you throw it up and you you hit it with your head to go across and then they hit it with their head to come back you spike by jumping up in the air and kicking it down onto the table so huh. i don't know what this thing was called but they had it on you- tv the other night and i'm so in need of sports, that I spent an hour watching this,
0: yeah. And the table's like curved, right? Yeah, it's got like an, an arc, arc to it. It. Yeah. is it one on one or two on two? The one I was watching had two on two, yeah. That seems hard because it's not a big table, so there's not no, very it's much. It's like space. the size of a
2: ping pong table, right? Yeah. Right, and you watch that for an hour uh, at
1: least, yeah. It was, yeah, it was unfortunate. 40 days. <laughs> SEC football kicks off. Just hold on for me, man. It's only 40 days. Okay, so... Yeah, yeah. I, it's
2: coming. The TBT. I was watching TBT the other day, so those who don't know the TBT, it's a uh, summer basketball tournament with a bunch of ex-college players, old NBA guys, and... They do this million-dollar tournament. so But, yeah, that's the sports. That's what you're watching. That's what I'm
0: watching. Yeah, what I loved was the highlights from the Drew League tournament. Did you guys watch any of that? I did not. I only saw that LeBron James shows up to this. Yeah. Which is essentially like a city league kind of thing. Yeah. And there's a long history. I mean, the last 10, 12 years, uh, NBA players have shown up almost every year, um, a, a select crew of them. He hadn't been in, since like 2011 or something like that. It's been a while since LeBron showed up. But he shows up and essentially it's like a pro am. So there's some pros, mostly amateurs. And there's just these clips of him going off. I mean, he put up 42 points and 16 rebounds in his first game, something along those lines. Over an
2: architect.
0: Right. And that's the hard part is like you've got this guy that's probably working at Best Buy and then like he gets <laughs> off his shift and he has to guard LeBron. Right. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, but it was still impressive. It was super fun to watch. So I got a little bit of basketball kick
1: uh, from the Drew League highlights. Yeah. You do feel bad for that guy. Oh, yeah. Like, he's probably really good in the league. For right? sure. Like, he's probably played, you know, some kind of college ball. Like, he's doing really well for himself. If he played a pickup game, he probably dominates at any other time. And then the best player in the world steps on the court, and he's like, man. I should have called in sick.
0: Yeah, I shouldn't be here. (laughs) This this isn't how I want to spend my Tuesday afternoon. No, yeah. Yeah. Getting
1: dunked on by LeBron because many people have done it, right? Oh, all right.
0: Well, that's what's been keeping me busy anyway so in the uh in the dark times uh hey let's dive in so uh want to quickly just make some introductions here we're we're excited to be doing this podcast and taking an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper into a series that we have coming up through the book of romans uh we all know that it's a complex and long book of the bible if we were to take you know uh, however much time we want to set aside to to try to digest the book of Romans, uh, we just want to make sure that we do a good job. We have some conversations uh, outside of our messages on Sunday to address anything that needs to be addressed, and to just to spend a little bit more time within this content. So the purpose of this podcast is to do just that. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing a few things um, throughout the course of this podcast, answering questions from those uh, that that listen to Sunday's message and uh, and have some deeper questions that we may not have had an opportunity to address on Sunday. We'll also be sharing some additional content that maybe didn't make the sermon, as we only have about 30, 35 minutes on Sunday uh, to share some of the most important things. But there's also some other important things we want to get to. So we'll be doing some of that throughout this podcast. And uh, we're, we're excited we'll be doing this uh, for the duration of the series, which for us this time around is 40 full weeks. Um, so we're excited to be <clears throat> to be doing that. But Jason, I would love, uh, as we dive in here, just to give you a little bit of an opportunity to cast some vision around why we do this to begin with. And, and when I say why we do this, I mean, why take 40 weeks, which is very long within church world right now to, to digest a, a sermon series? Uh, and why do we go through an entire book of the Bible throughout that course?
2: Yeah, those are good questions. Um... I think probably the simplest answer is i feel like i don't have much to say outside of what the scripture has to say so when we're looking at doing a book of the bible that's the only value if it's just me taking a verse and then talking for 30 minutes there's no value in that so uh, i want to make sure that we're a church that's teaching the bible that's the thing that we say we we teach the bible so um, the best way for us to do that, we believe, is through books of the Bible. And so this is not a new thing for us. We've done the book of Acts. I think we spent, I don't know, 35 weeks or something in the book of Acts. We just did 11 weeks in the book of Philippians. We've done 27, 28, 30. I can't remember what it was in the book of John. We've done Hebrews. I mean, we've first Corinthians, second Corinthians, we've worked through a ton of the books of the Bible. And so uh, this is something we feel like we do best, and so again, I think it's the greatest value. Um, and the reality is it also makes us teach things that we wouldn't necessarily teach if we were just picking topics. So if I were just to go and preach the my 10 favorite topics, um, it would get a little repetitive. I, we all have go-to ideas and pet pet ideas that we wanna teach and preach. Um, but going through a book of the Bible forces us to teach things that we might not want to teach. And so that's, uh, that's definitely going to happen in the book of Romans for sure. And so, um, but again, I think the greatest value is just getting in the word of God. So it's the, it's the best thing that we can do is to help people open up the word of God and, and, and be in a book. Um, so hopefully that's clear enough. So yeah. Yeah, it, it's the best thing we have to offer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I just um, second that with not only is it the best thing we have to offer, it's also one of our core values, right? <clears throat> right. We teach the Bible, and, and this is what we mean by that. Now, it's not only necessarily on Sunday mornings, our, our student ministry will be going through the book of Romans with us on Sundays as well. And we'll be uh, given ancillary content, uh, small group, life group questions, uh, we'll, we'll be doing some table talk conversations for families, all sorts of things. This podcast is one of those pieces of, you know, ancillary content that we're excited about, um, uh, because we think it's really important. You know, we think that, um, using the text for its purpose, uh, right. Is a really, really <clears throat> important thing that we get to do as a church. So love that. Love, uh, just laying that foundation of the, the fact that this is part of our DNA as a church. It's what we feel we do best. Uh, one of those things right at the top of the list. So, and you said, you asked the question about why 40 weeks in yeah. the reality <laughs> is I
2: don't know that we could do it any
0: less. Sure. I mean,
2: I'm still trying to figure out if that's enough. Um, I mean, it's, there's, it's dense. There's a whole lot of stuff there. And, uh, so it is going to be a It'll be a long series, um, but hopefully it'll be valuable for people.
0: Yeah, and, and I was thinking about this too. You know, there's this trend for churches where sermon series seem to be getting shorter and shorter and shorter, right? Four week sermon series are kind of the norm for for most churches, maybe six, if you're going through something more more dense. But I'm just encouraged. You know, we live in a, a day and an age to where uh, it's so easy to stay connected uh, even if you have to miss a week, right? If you go on vacation, if you leave for fall break or whatever the thing is, if you're sick mm-hmm. on a Sunday, uh, all of this material is going to be online via the the quadcity.church site or the app, uh, YouTube. It's There's so many ways to stay connected. Um, so our hope is that we'll be able to do that throughout the course of forty weeks, really, really well. Um, and not only with this podcast specifically, but we also, you know, send sermon audio to another podcast, the the Quad City Podcast for for people to be able to stay connected to those messages. So again, it's just cool that we get to live in a day and an age to where it's so simple to stay connected uh, to this content. Um, again, if you do anything, any sort of deep work, it's super easy to throw some headphones in and listen to a message and, and try to engage with it even throughout your work day and that sort of thing. So uh, I just love that we have an opportunity to do this to begin with. Uh, second question, I guess then, so you've been here 14 years. Is this your 14th year? I. I finished my 14th year, uh, May 31st. So actually okay. I'm a month into my 15th. Okay, so we've done all sorts of books, right? Mm-hmm. Between Sunday mornings and, you know, when we used to do the Wednesday yep. studies, yep. Wednesdays at, at PCC when it was PCC. Uh, yeah, we did Acts, a couple of seasons of Acts. We did uh, Corinthians, 2nd Corinthians most recently, 1st Corinthians most recently? 2nd Corinthians, Second, jars of clay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, Philippians, we did, uh, um, oh gosh, we did Ecclesiastes mm-hmm. last year, uh, a couple... Judges. Judges, First Peter. Mm-hmm. So why haven't we done Romans yet?
1: <laughs> 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 I
0: guess that's the question.
2: Uh, actually, I wrote the intro to this message, the first message uh, this, this past week, and uh, there's a couple of reasons. One, it's so dense, it's so... Um, There's so much to it. I have felt pretty inadequate to teach the book of Romans. I still feel inadequate to teach it. Uh, The problem is I'm just running out of options. I'm running out of options of New Testament letters that I haven't covered yet. So part of it is process of elimination. I got Romans and Revelation. Which one do you want? So um, there's just so much there. Um, It is like... The Himalayas, I mean, when you're thinking about of the books of the Bible to teach, I have kind of walked up and looked at it and said, "Yeah, we need to do that, and then I would walk away and go do something else that's a little easier because um, it is a big it's a big deal. I think about uh, there's a pastor named John Piper who taught two hundred, I think like two hundred and twenty six sermons out of the book of Romans, like it was a seven year sermon series. And that's what I feel like, oh, man, there's no way that I could add to that. Um, but it's necessary. It's, it's good and it's right. Um, and I'm not getting any younger. So <laughs> I figure I'm 15, starting my 15th year, it's probably time to to give it a shot. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you who don't know, so Josh Garrett, our our adult ministry pastor, was a a church planner in Louisiana prior to uh, being here in Arizona with us. Josh, remind me, did you go through Romans when you were planning?
1: Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, we were seven years in and we kept getting the same question. I would gather our team together every year and go, hey, what do you guys want to teach? What do you guys want to talk about? You know, we had the same way we'd done John, we did First Corinthians, we talked through the entire Old Testament and everybody kept saying Romans. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to do Romans. (laughs) And so finally my wife and uh, my worship pastor's wife, they were like, we want to do Romans. And I was like, okay, well, let's do Romans. And so same way here now with people, like people have heard that we're going through the book of Romans and it has been just pure elation my wife is one of those again she is so excited to go through the book of romans as a church it is just wild how many people across the board in our church and in churches in general like hear that and are like yes and i second what jason said as the guy who's teaching it it's more like oh oh man (laughs) this is going to be really difficult and it's super long you know going back to he said 40 weeks I instantly had thought of having a kid right as the one who's the most recent in having a child that 40-week stretch of of waiting and all the things but then you have the kid and it's great and it's awesome but it's still really hard and so but but that waiting piece of 40 weeks and that's instantly what my mind went through um, or went to when I heard the word 40 weeks right like thinking about having kids and what this is gonna be like and Paul even references, I think, in the book of Romans, some ideas of childbirth, right? You know, that we're groaning. And so I think maybe 40 weeks we, maybe, but I'm hopeful, out of the 40 weeks of like what God is going to do, right? Like this book has been used over the centuries for revival. Yeah. I think it's really cool what could happen out of this. So the 40 weeks may be a struggle. We we may, we may be groaning like those who are in... Uh, who are pregnant waiting for the child to be here, but I'm like I said, we know for what happens after we get out of this, what does God use this for in our church?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that as well. And it's interesting that you mentioned just the uh, kind of excitement that comes around doing a, a study through a book like Romans, right? I remember when we shared. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, the fact that we were going to be doing this with our volunteer team and those who are, are you know, connected here at Quad City through a vision night, uh, like the room started clapping as soon as we said it. And I wasn't expecting that necessarily, but uh, I, it made me kind of stop and think, man, this is uh, maybe going to be a big deal. And, you know, for me and I, more for you, Jason, I'm sure you feel a sense of pressure around that. Like, hey, okay, so let's really spend some time and let's really make sure we're, uh, we're teaching all of of what we're learning through this study, but uh, it was just so exciting for me. And then that secondary piece, right? There's this history around the Book of Romans, and there are so many uh, early church leaders and and people that we would know and sor- source as you know uh, theologians and great great thought leaders from the early church who would cite the book of Romans as kind of their own, uh, you know, source of inspiration originally, right? Um, this sense of, of revival and a spiritual awakening that has come from just this, this book um, has always been really interesting to me. Uh, and again, I think that we're gonna see why that is as we start to digest it. So I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm really excited about it as well. Um, it is daunting. It is a big deal. Um, but I, do, uh, to your point about people clapping and, and Josh, the, uh, ancillary conversations that you're hearing people, your wife being one of them, you think about, I think there's a hunger for the word in people's lives that they want to know and they want to understand. They want to hear it. Um, whether they've been in church for 15 minutes or 55 years, there's still this desire, this hunger to be in the Word, um, and they want they want to jump off the deep end of the pool. And so we're <laughs> going to do that. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a lot of fun, um, but it will be hard. There are some difficult things. Um, I mean, heck, by the time we get to chapter two, I mean you're bumping up against some real. Uh, difficult conversations um, in our culture, that Paul's going to press against some of that stuff very early in the book of Romans. So uh, it's going to get interesting. But again, I think it just speaks to people's desire to know the word, to be in the word, to hear the word preached. Um, And man, we can all get excited about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's one of those things again, that's kind of the reason we're doing this podcast to begin with. There's so much content there that we want to make sure we do justice to that. That isn't necessarily going to make a 35 minute message on Sunday, even though we're spending, you know, 40 weeks throughout throughout the series. Um, so, Josh, share with us, you know, if if we don't answer a question, if there's something we don't quite hit on that may be within the text. Um, and if someone has a question about, man, I read this thing, but we didn't spend quite as much time or I still have this question. How how do we get that answered?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things like Brendan was saying that we just won't be able to get to just because as you try to go verse by verse, it would be the 240 Weeks in Romans, and right. so um, we don't want to do that. We want to do forty, and so we've how we've broken it up is um, in sections of scripture. And so there may be things we don't hit on, or there may be things we do hit on, and you're curious about what does that look like. And so we're going to have a couple different ways that you can send in questions and maybe get those answered via this podcast, right? And one of the ways we're going to have a form on our website. Um, quadcity.church and all of our Romans content where you can just hop on really quick, type in a question. It'll it'll come to us. We'll be able to look at them Monday morning when we're doing the podcast um, and, and, and kind of answer them. Or we have a text in option for those of you who are more technology inclined. Really, really simple, really, really easy um, a way to do that. Uh, the number is simply 928-910 quad right? So really cool, really easy to remember. Um, it'll be on our bulletins, I think. It'll be on our website. It'll be all over the place. You'll see it on Sunday morning, but it's a great way for you to just text in a question. Uh, maybe that you're even sitting there Sunday morning listening to Jason going, I don't like that, Jason. I need more, <laughs> right? But no, but I do think it's going to be a way for us to help further engage the conversation because here's the really cool thing about Romans. Yeah, it's a big, huge book, but like Paul didn't write this to a bunch of theologians. Like he wrote it to a really probably a lot of lower class people, just everyday regular folks who are trying to learn more about Jesus. And so like, yes, it, it may be daunting, but like, don't let that scare you away. Like there's, all of us should walk away with a hope of like understanding what is the gospel, right? Like that's the kind of the driving thing. And so whether you've been to church once or you've been to church forever, like, hopefully we get out of this and go, oh, yeah, man, I got something from this and learned something. And I don't want to be afraid of it. I don't want to not walk into the text.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so just to, to reiterate a couple of ways, you know, there's there's really no excuse to walk away from a Sunday with lingering questions, right? All you have to do is jump on the website. So quadcity.church slash Romans right there on that page we will we'll have a form where you can send a question in. Or, or you could also text 928 910 quad. That's nine two eight We'll get all those questions directly. We'll be able to answer them right here uh, on the Gospel for Everyone podcast. Again, I'm, I couldn't be more excited about jumping into this thing over the next uh, 40 some odd weeks here with you guys. So any uh, last words before we sign off for today? No, let's do
2: this. Really excited. Appreciate uh, having you guys along for the ride. So maybe you can uh, take some of these, take some of these questions or Shots or whatever whatever they
1: feel like. At it's the gonna time. be
0: it's gonna be really fun when we have different answers, <laughs> that, right? That, that <laughs> different perspectives. So yeah, very yeah.
1: fun. I yeah. would say, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, one of the really cool things that you can do is, hey, man, start praying for Jason, right? Like, again, it is 40 weeks of covering this and just trying to make sure it's clear for everyone. And so obviously you're engaged somehow in Quad City. And so you hopefully are already praying for your pastor. But if you're not, I want to challenge you to maybe put that at the top of your list over the next 40 weeks, just that he hears from the spirit and that the word is is made clear to him. And so that is made clear to us because, again, the hope is that God does something with these 40 weeks. We don't just want to consume a whole bunch more content. We wanna actually let this change how we live. And so we're hopeful for that as a staff. And so I just wanna throw that on that challenge kind of for for everybody listening.
0: Amen, love that. All right, well, thanks guys. We'll, uh, We'll chat again real soon.
1: Sounds good. Awesome.
0: Well, all right, friends, that's a wrap on episode one of the Gospel for Everyone podcast. And we're just so glad that you would join us and share in this time together. We'll keep saying it over and over again. Uh, We couldn't be more excited to see what God's going to do throughout the course of this study. We hope that you decide to join us this Sunday, August 7th, as we launch the series. You can do that by joining us in person in Prescott or Prescott Valley or by joining the online experience. For service times or any other information, feel free to join us at quadcity.church. Well, thanks again for listening to the Gospel for Everyone podcast. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you again next time.